What's up, guys? NBA Fast Break Podcast here, coming to you with our second preseason episode. Excited to bring this to you guys. This is going to be a really good one. So today we're talking about top NBA players at every position going into the 2019-2020 NBA season. And just remember, these are all my opinions. And this is in the rankings from last season, who was the best at every position. This is going into the 2019-2020 NBA season. Just a little reminder here for you guys before I start. The preseason starts for the NBA on October 4th, which is just over a week from now. So get excited for that. Get ready. So let's start off here. We're going to start with point guards. Number one point guard I have going into the 2019-2020 NBA season is Steph Curry. I think this is no conversation about it. Curry's coming off a huge season, and I think he's going to be... I had to put him at especially number one here because now they've lost Kevin Durant. So I'm expecting he's going to have a huge 2019-2020 campaign. Last year, he averaged 27.3 with 5.2 assists with Durant, with the whole squad. And they've actually lost a lot of talent. They added D'Angelo Russell, but that shouldn't affect his game too much. So Curry is number one. Number two in point guards is Damian Lillard. Last season, he had a huge year, and he pretty much ended the whole OKC franchise. They lost Westbrook. They lost Paul George, of course. So Lillard's coming off a huge season, and he averaged 25.8 with uh, about 7 assists. So Damian Lillard is my number two. Number three is Russell Westbrook. Of course, he's with the Houston Rockets now, and I think he was a no-brainer for number three for me because he's averaging 22.11 with almost 11 assists also. He's been going off, averaging a triple-double the last two or three seasons now. He's pretty crazy. Now, going into number four, this is where it starts to become a bit of conversation. The top three for me is just set in stone. Number four to ten is really, it could go any which way depending on the way you look at it. But number four, I got Ben Simmons. I'm a huge Ben Simmons fan. He averaged almost 17 points last year, and that's without any sort of jumper. So if he can get any kind of jumper to his game, he should be averaging 25 easily this next season. Also, he was averaging... uh, it was, what was it, 60% from the free throw line. So if you're shooting 60% from the free throw line and you're not shooting any jumpers and you're still having such good seasons, that's why I had to put Ben Simmons at number four. If he's improved this any slight way going into this season, that's why he's he's a no-brainer at number four. Number five, I have Kyrie Irving. Kind of a disappointing season last year with the Celtics, but he's got some news chances here with the Brooklyn Nets. We'll see what he can do. Number six, coming off an NBA championship, is Kyle Lowry for me. Number seven is D'Angelo Russell. He's got a great new opportunity with the Golden State Warriors. We've never really seen him in the lights in the playoffs. I'm assuming the Warriors are going to be in the playoffs, of course, so we'll see what he can do in the playoffs. Number eight is Kemba Walker. I have Kemba at number eight here because he's joined a much better squad with the Celtics, so it's going to be harder for him to produce as many points and stuff like that with... uh, with many better players on his roster. So we'll see what he can do at number eight. Number nine, I have Jamal Murray, who's coming off a great year with the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets had one of their best campaigns last year in the last 20 years. Uh, So I got Jamal Murray at number nine. Number 10, I have CP3. CP3, I know a lot of people have him higher up on their list, but CP3 is now playing on the Oklahoma City Thunder. I thought he would have got traded or something would have happened to him to get rid of him off the OKC Thunder going into the season, but he's still there at the time of this recording, so I have him at number 10. 
because I don't think he's going to be a huge factor with not much of a squad in OKC. So that's my top 10 for point guards. Going into shooting guards, number one, no question about it, is James Harden. He's coming off a year where he averaged 36 points per game. Take that in, 36 points per game, that's crazy. Not many people actually realize how much 36 points per game is. Like, for example, Curry averaged 27, as I said before. He almost averaged 10 more points than Curry. It's ridiculous. And he had seven assists also. Number two, I have Klay Thompson. Of course, he had the left knee ACL tear at the end of the season in the playoffs against the Raptors when he went up for a dunk against Danny Green. If that left knee can come back the same, Klay is a definite number two going into the season. He might not play the start of the season. He might not play the whole season. We'll have to see. Number three for shooting guards is Bradley Beal. He had a great season after John Wall went down. He really stepped up his game, so I have Bradley Beal here at number three. Number four, Victor Oladipo, one of my personal favorites. I'm going to be watching this next season. I'm excited to see what he can do. Number five, we have Donovan Mitchell, who really was carrying the USA squad, where he uh, his best game of the whole international season there when he was playing was he had 29 points against France, so that was pretty good. And he's, he's, he's going to be developing his game. He's still extremely young. So I got Mitchell. He's going to be exciting to watch this season. Number six, C.J. McCollum. As I mentioned in the last podcast, I would have him higher up, but his defense, I'm just not a fan of. C.J. is also coming off a great season. That OKC, when they took down OKC, he was one of the main reasons. He scored like eight points in a row in that final game in the third quarter. He's he's just a killer. Number seven, Devin Booker. I would have Booker up higher because statistically he should be up higher, Booker, but the uh, the Suns haven't made the playoffs in a crazy long time since he's been there. They haven't even made the playoffs, even been a playoff contender at all. So Devin Booker, if he can make the playoffs this season, he'll definitely climb up this list. But for now, I have Booker at number seven. Number eight, Jimmy Butler. I was really disappointed with his season last year. He really wasn't doing too much in the playoffs. And yeah, Butler's definitely... He, he fell down last year, but we'll see what he can do now that he's on the heat. He's going to have to be more of a leader and kind of run that team. He had a lot of support in Philly last year, so now he's kind of a lone guy in Miami. So we'll see what he can do. Number nine, I have DeMar DeRozan. DeMar, the season before, he started shooting the three ball a bit. He was shooting around probably 30% for the Raptors. And then he was, and he shot a decent amount of threes. And then he came to San Antonio, and he just kind of stopped shooting the three ball, which I, he really needs to do if he wants to move up this list and become a top shooting guard in the NBA. So I have Demar Derozan at number nine. Number ten here is Middleton for the Milwaukee Bucks. He's one of the huge pieces for the Milwaukee Bucks. It's not a coincidence they were first in the East last year. And yeah, Middleton's number ten. Now we're moving on to small forwards. Number one for me, no question, but after this season, he could move down this ratings for sure, is LeBron James. He had 27.4 points per game, 8.5 rebounds, and 8.3 assists. A lot of people were uh, saying this was an offseason for him, but if the stats don't lie, he had a great year. If he can stay free of injuries, the Lakers, of course, will have a great season. Number two, Kevin Durant. Yes, he's injured right now. But now there's reports saying he's going to come back for this season. So that's going to make the season much more interesting also. And everyone saw what he did against the Raptors when he came he came back from the injury. And he dropped 11 points and 3 for 3 from 3. 
and then he got hurt, but 11 points, and he was just, if, if he was in that series, I think it's no question Golden State would have won, he had like 11 points so quickly there, that was insane, number three is Kawhi Leonard, coming off an NBA championship and finals MVP, yes, I put him in front of Giannis, because even though Giannis was the MVP, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks, not easily, but they beat the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs, so I have to put Kawhi in front of Giannis here, question I have for Kawhi is will the load management be as crazy as when he was in Toronto he missed like 20 games at least for Toronto that's why his his stats are also quite inflated and I couldn't put him in front of Kevin Durant just based on the fact that he missed so many regular season games last year number four coming off an MVP season is Giannis yes you guys might think it's crazy I have Giannis at number four when he was MVP last season how could he be fourth in a position but I have him at number four here. Number five, Paul George, coming off a really good comeback here. He played really good, but I don't think him and Westbrook could play together, and I'm excited what he can do now, now that he's with Kawhi on the Clippers. Number six, Jason Tatum. Number seven, Tobias Harris. Number eight, Wiggins, who's a bona fide scorer, but needs to work on other parts of his game. I'm excited to see if he can improve like his rebounding, things like that going into this season. Also, he's not a great facilitator. And on defense, he's kind of lazy. So we'll see what he can do going to the season. Number nine, Harrison Barnes, who's a hugely slept-on player. He was back in 2015-2016 season, I believe. He was one of the, the key role players, in my opinion, with that Golden State team who beat the Bulls record for regular season wins. He's a great player. And number 10, I have Gordon Hayward. Hayward, I don't know what he's going to do this season. That's why I had to put him down to number 10 after a really upsetting season last year. So that's my top 10 small forwards. Moving on to power forwards here. This is where I think it gets really interesting for me. AD is number one, no doubt. Number two, I have Porzingis. Number three, I have Pascal Siakam coming off sixth man of the year. Number four, Blake Griffin, who not many people watch Detroit Pistons games, of course, but Blake Griffin had a crazy year. Number five, a lot of people... Don't look at this player at all, but John Collins. Go look him up. Go watch his highlights. John Collins is an absolute monster. Number six, even though he hasn't played an NBA game, it's going into this NBA season, as I said, you got to remember, is Zion Williamson. He's going to have a crazy year. I have him at number six here. Number seven is Markinen. Markinen had 19 points per game last year and almost shot 40% from the three. That Bulls team, if they can keep them together with Chris Dunn, Levine, Markinen, and they got a lot of other young guys, they're going to be crazy. Draymond Green, it, I don't see Draymond having much potential to get much better. That's why he's so low on this list at number eight. His jumper was completely broke last season, especially in the playoffs, and a lot of teams tested that, like the Clippers in the first round really tested Draymond and kind of let him shoot. That's why the Clippers got a few games on them, in my opinion. Number nine. Marvin Bagley, he was having a crazy year last year, and then he got injured, went down. I'm excited to see what he can do. He's number nine in power forwards. Number 10 is LaMarcus Aldridge, who's starting to get washed up a little bit, but still can do his thing. There's rumor he wants to go back to Portland. I think by the end of the season, he won't be a spur anymore. That's just my opinion. Number 10 was LaMarcus Aldridge. Now we're moving on to centers here. <clears throat> Centers is a really interesting position here at the NBA. Technically, I could have put Anthony Davis at center. Same with a few other guys at power forward, but 
this is just where I've seen them play the most and where NBA scouts and stuff like that have said they play the most. Just like when you look up online, like Anthony Davis, it says he mostly plays center. If you look at amount of games, he's played at center and power forward. So moving on to centers here. Number one, I have Jokic. Crazy center. He actually almost averaged a triple-double, which is crazy to think about a center averaging a triple-double. Um, because he, he got 7.3 assists last year, which is absolutely insane for a center, 7.3 assists. I think the next closest center to him was like at least two assists away from him per game. So that's insane, 7.3 assists from him. That's why he's a no-brainer for me at number one. Number two, I have Carl Anthony Towns. Yes, I have Towns in front of Embiid. That 40% from three just did it for me. That's why I have him at number two. And I've been seeing a lot of highlights of him hitting really deep threes and he's been working on his shot a lot so definitely Towns is number two for me number three is Embiid the reason I have him at number three is just because how he played in the playoffs last year like a guy like Marc Gasol really locked him up so I just have him at number three number four is kind of the same uh Rudy Gobert kind of the same as uh Draymond Green for me I don't have him like increasing his skill level at all I don't think I think he's reached his max potential he's kind of been at the same level for me the last few years that's why I have him at number four Al Horford he's now on Philly he's he's getting older but now he's got this Philly squad so he's going to be really exciting to watch with these good teammates Drummond is number six 15.6 rebounds per game he's an absolute monster on the board in my opinion, Drummond could be a top three center in the NBA if he could just expand his game a little bit. Like, 15.6 rebounds is just crazy, but now, this day and age in the NBA, you need to be able to shoot, and he just can't shoot at all. Number seven from the Indiana Pacers is Turner. Turner's coming off a great year for the Pacers after Oladipo fell down. He really stepped up his game, and yeah, Turner's Turner's a good player to have in fantasy too, if I got any fantasy players listening to this. Number eight, Marc Gasol, he won the championship with the Raptors, he won the championship with Spain, he's definitely got a lot of confidence coming into this year, and now that Kawhi's gone in Toronto, he's probably going to have a huge role, much bigger than he did last year, and he's not going to come in halfway through the season like he did with Toronto last year, he's starting the season off with the Raptors. So yeah, he's definitely going to be an exciting player to watch. Capella is my number ninth ranked center. Capella is really a one-dimensional player. He just likes to catch lobs, pick and roll, a lot of a lot of inside play. He really doesn't have much of a mid-range or three-point jumper. That's why I have Capella at number nine. And number ten is Stephen Adams. He's going to be pretty much alone there in OKC with Chris Paul. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what they can do with the pick and roll, him and Chris Paul. That could be really interesting to watch if they can master that. But yeah, that's my top 10. So that's my top 10 in centers. So now I've done point guards, shooting guards, small forwards, power forwards, and centers. I hope you guys enjoyed this and uh, think about my top 10 in each position. And let me know on our Instagram what you think about my top 10 in each position and who would you have in your top 10. You guys have a great day. I'm out.